0: So you don't have to I'm Andrea and I'm Aaron in each episode. We feature a destination anywhere from right in our neighborhood to far off lands.
1: We bring you our experience, some history, and a taste of each destination by sampling something unique to it. So whether you're listening
0: to this in your car, on a train, on a plane, or in Spain, you'll learn about something
1: to add to your bucket list. And in this week's episode, we explored Lake Monster Brewing in St. Paul, Minnesota. We've tasted a selection of their beers, and we will learn about Lake Monsters, maybe. We'll see what happens. You forgot to say order remove from it. Order remove? Or yeah. to remove from, oh, I did. You did. I did. Okay, anyways, so what's the next part of the intro, Andrea?
0: Or to remove from it. <laughs> so sit back and take a journey with us as we talk about the world outside your window. As you can probably tell, <laughs> listeners, um, our, our uh, recording dynamic is a little off today. Um, Aaron and I are looking at a teddy bear and us. We are currently mm-hmm. not face-to-face with each other. Um, we are doing the responsible thing and, uh, social we are isolating, we are, we are social distancing and self-isolating. I literally actually haven't left my house in, let's see. Oh gosh. Um, I haven't left my house in one, in almost a week and a half now. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the 13th. Uh, cause, cause technically speaking, the last time I left my house was on the 11th, I think hmm. of March. And it is wow. now the 24th when we're
1: recording this. It is. Um, I, Indiana, but, oh, go ahead. Oh, I went to, um, I, I had to make a trip to Rochester on Sunday, which was like the 22nd, I think, um, because my aunt was running out of toilet paper. And yeah. uh, we had to we had to bring an emergency supply drop, and I am so saddened by the fact that that is a legitimate thing I had to do. <laughs> 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 it's, it was, uh, you know, with everything going on and all the crazy like hoarding and panic buying, it's like because um, they usually just they they order things online, right? And everything was yeah. out. And all of the local stores were out. And so like they they had like accidentally placed two orders because um, they had like do a dash button kind of situation. And both of those orders got canceled and they had three rolls of toilet paper left with like no, no, nothing on the horizon. So we, uh-huh. uh, my sister and I drove down to Rochester and dropped them off an emergency supply of paper products.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah and even then like that's probably the last time you really should be going out to see people
1: i physically like i go outside right right i have a terrible habit that forces me to go outside no it's Um, okay to
0: go outside it's okay to go outside of your house
1: it is okay to leave your house. Um, it is it is um, discouraged to uh, congregate. At least the US is being a little bit better than some countries I've seen where uh, a lot of uh, police are getting. Unless really you're in Florida. Crazy. Uh, unless you're in Florida, you really should just not be congregating. Uh, Please, just be just. anywhere
0: in the US except for Florida. I found a chocolate chip cookie <laughs> on my desktop and I just ate it. <laughs>
1: I was about to I was about to say and you just you just ate part of it it was de- those chocolate chip cookies were delicious and you <laughs> shut up I, I made uh, oatmeal chocolate chip cookies the other day and the the one the one real mistake I made is I made them too big, which meant they didn't cool fast enough. Mm-hmm. So when I put them into the containers, they all just kind of fused together into one big mass of cookie. and so now we have to like either cut slices off it or work really hard to like pry them apart. <laughs> so you made, so- a,
0: you made a cookie black.
1: Yeah, I made a cookie block. I've got to make more um, mac and cheese tonight because I've I've been making mac and cheese from scratch during this whole thing. Like every night? No, I made like one big batch. Oh, um, I gotcha. But I made a big batch of the cheese sauce. So I have Mm. enough sauce to make another batch of the uh, actual... like mac and cheese from scratch and my wife loves it. So I'm going to make more for her.
0: Aww, um, I made flour really tortillas
1: from scratch for the first oh, those time. Are
0: great. I've done that a lot and it's
1: super fun. I did. I did one that um, that didn't require using my food processor. I just used like oil, mm-hmm. um, like oil, salt, flour. And uh, I'm missing an ingredient. Maybe it was baking powder.
0: Yeah, that gets uh, you leavening if you're gonna do yeah. it. Although if you add too much of it, it'll uh, your tortillas will turn into pitas. Mm-hmm. Um, pro tip though, those of you that are listening, if you're gonna make tortillas, um, wow, I can't believe I said it like that. I'm uh, <laughs> okay. If you're gonna make tortillas, uh, make them with lard
1: yeah the thing is i don't have any lard and i don't know like i don't want to go out to the store just for individual ingredients yeah, well you could render
0: point. well any kind of fat like uh, make them with a, a fat
1: yeah no it, I mean
0: lard is a lard is a good fat to use like it's the if you have lard use it but you yeah, can use butter
1: you can use olive oil um i mean you can use most vegetable oils too i bet you, you really could use to.
0: bacon fat
1: oh that would be tasty
0: huh i haven't yeah. I
1: wonder if I have any bacon in the freezer. I'll check that out later. Anyway. Yeah. We have um, talked about nothing um but it's okay, the crazy though. Um, we this is a crazy thing. Just want a very weird time for it really the world. really I
0: think it's okay to talk about this because like it's a very weird time and people are going to be inundated with this. So maybe we should give them a chance to travel by proxy with
1: us. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially you know we lucked out and we recorded um because this is the last of the pre-records that we had when we had a yeah. little like beer t- our, our brewery tour and so it's a nice little one last shot for us to even um you know have a look back at god three and a half weeks ago <laughs> <laughs> when the world was normal and we could uh we could go to brew pubs
0: yeah exactly um so to go along with today's episode, I'm drinking a Clown Shoes uh, Clementine White Ale. Ooh. Um, it's a very citrusy beer. Uh, it has a nice little kind of like uh, like citrusy kick to it. Mm. Um, I don't have a color because I'm drinking it out of the can right now. That's okay. But it's pretty good. It's tasty. I highly recommend it.
1: I have water with some orange tangerine flavor additive in it, and it's tasty because um, it's water and it helps me be, be hydrated. And it's really silly because I'm right next to my bar cart, but I am now comfortable enough that I don't want to move and I don't I don't want to get up and go get a glass.
0: I completely <laughs> respect that, Aaron. Uh, what do you say we actually uh, just give people a little bit of background on like Monster Brewing first? Absolutely. So, um, the first thing I want to mention is if you're listening to this um, right now, uh, this information might be out of date by the time this episode comes out. I'm just going to preface it right now. Preference, yeah.
1: Preface, 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 preface.
0: However, as of 3:24, uh, Lake Monster <clears throat> is doing crowler pickup, and you can also get beer delivery through DoorDash. Um, it is free delivery, and I'm checking. I'm looking at DoorDash right now, and they have a three-pack special for 20 bucks. You get three crowlers delivered straight to you and so as you're listening to this episode if you're thinking some of those sound really really good hop online go to doordash put in your address and get some crowlers delivered from lake monster
1: and it says they are uh they are allowing like an online order for pickup Mm -hmm. um but if you can do it for doordash i would recommend that unless you literally can like walk across you know walk a couple blocks or whatever um do like get out and exercise and you know just don't like run into strangers right. and group up
0: right now um lake monster is a basically um there's it, it's basically like this cool large warehousey brewery with huge fermentation tanks um it's got like cryptid inspired mythology behind it obviously mm-hmm. with the theme of lake monster and one of the cool things about um about them is that they they've tried to do some of their like some of their concepts they've tried to do are like single malt and single hop concepts mm-hmm. which a lot of which you get a lot in like home brewers and you can kind of see that in um like one of their brewmasters Matt Lang um you know if you start as an award winning home brewer and eventually become a you know an assistant brewer at Ale Asylum and go on, you know, to brew at like monster, like you're going to have those bona fides behind you. Yeah. To establish yourself as uh as someone who's going to take risks with, or have some fun with just single malt, single hop.
1: I just, I really like um, the, the way the place is set up, like it's open. It's got a lot of, plenty of room for standing and kind of, um, you know, tables that you could congregate at when they reopen. Um, But there's also like there is a just a set of um, I want to say a shelf, um, but it's just kind of like it's it's a it's like a three foot deep um, plank of wood that surrounds the the uh, fermentation tanks. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's stools lined up along there. And when we went, there wasn't a lot of people in Um, back at that time. Um, But they have this like wonderful LED lighting from underneath the fermentation tanks. Um, And I've got a photo of it that you'll you'll see in the uh, in the show notes on the blog. Um, But it's it's so pretty. Um, And it's one of the few places I've been to that they really highlight their fermentation tanks. They're not just there. They're not kind of hidden behind a screen Mm -hmm. like they're in the center of the space and they've got lights on them to be like, this is what we're about.
0: Definitely. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, just play that first track here uh, in just a moment. All right, so we're here at Lake Monster Brewing. Now, the cool thing about Lake Monster Brewing is it is actually a very large space in sort of a warehouse off of Vandalia Street in St. Paul, Minnesota. Um, One of the cool things that I like about Lake Monster is the design on their tap handles. It looks like a thing out of uh, like a Pulp Fiction novel. Um,
1: yeah, it looks like uh, well, from this angle, it almost looks like barbecue sauce wrapped in tentacles.
0: Okay, yeah, that works too. <laughs> um, maybe like a like a sushi nightmare.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right too.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we're actually doing this in reverse in terms of the things that we're gonna taste. Yep. Um, instead of trying like their flagships, we're trying their weird beers. Yes. That is a trademark travel-by-proxy term.
1: Weird Beer, Beers trademark.
0: Yes. Um, I have
1: the... Uh, you have two sours. Yes, the two sours. The
0: sour cherry... Uh, what, what does it say over there? Uh,
1: I can't see it from here.
0: Will you walk over there while I talk about this? Yeah. So on the nose, this one... Uh, has a really nice smell to it. I'm gonna smell
1: the other one. It's the untethered uh, cherry sour brown. I actually just snorted the beer. <laughs> so I
0: ruined my nose. That was the I, raspberry
1: sour. I will not be
0: able to smell any beer, although now I can smell nothing but raspberries. So, um this God, I'm just gonna drink this one. Wow, it's actually really good. Um, you know what, Aaron, you should try this. Wanna try the raspberry? Yeah, uh, it doesn't actually have a lot of sour character to it.
1: Oh, it smells raspberry.
0: Yeah, um, it's actually sweet rather than sour. Like, there's a little bit of uh, acerbicness to it, but it's not extraordinarily sour. Like, it's almost like a, a tartness rather than a sourness. You got the beerness.
1: Didn't yeah. didn't you? But no, the like, front of the palate was very pleasant. It was light. It was sweet. Uh, yeah, it was is, raspberry. This is
0: almost like a, like a raspberry jam rather than uh,
1: like an actual sour beer. I will take your word on that. Okay. I'm going to go for the cherry now. What was the name of this one again? Uh, that one is the unsweetened or uh, untethered cherry sour brown. Mm-hmm.
0: So the color on this is more like a brown, um, and the actual flavor of this is definitely more like along the lines of an actual yeah. sour beer. Mm-hmm. Um, you actually get a little bit more of like that lactobacilli flavor for this one. Okay. You know, like uh, when you would eat
1: yogurt? Yeah. Andrew, nice to so meet you. Like a brown ale. Right. It smells like a brown. I was was expecting a little more cherry on the nose. Uh huh. Whoa. Oh wow. (laughs) I love that. Okay. Uh, That was that was very very sour for me. Right.
0: Exactly. I figured this one's more like a traditional sour. Um, So if you're looking for a traditional sour at Lake Monster, go for the sour cherry currently.
1: And I have the uh, chocolate vanilla, vanilla pastry stout to try, and it is uh, it is like midnight black. Like there is no translucence, transparency to it. It is very opaque. Be very careful not to do what I did and stick your nose in yep, the beer. Yep, I've been I'm doing what I can. I just get stout. I don't smell any chocolate off the top, but let's give it a taste.
0: I'm going to try not to smell raspberry on this. Oh, wow. There is... Actually... So, this one, um, has almost, like, a cocoa powder smell to it. Okay.
1: This... These are those moments, though, that, like, you know, everybody's, uh, everybody's sniffer is going to be a little bit different. Um, so what are your tastings?
0: Okay, so this one is a very, um, like, a rich cocoa flavor to it. Um, you know, like, when you, uh... When you like get a like a like a, a, like a cake,
1: yeah, that's what I get from this. So it's a little airy, but a little chew to it. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Because this definitely is something that, um, of of what I've tasted recently and especially today, um, this is the most that like it feels like there's something salt more solid in your mouth. Like you're actually right. supposed to have come to chewing a beer. Mm-hmm. I like. I wanted to love this. You wanted to? I wanted to. The the name is amazing. It smells good. It just, it hit my palate. Like, I'm going to go back for a second taste here in a second. Um, But it, it, you know, I've, I've now... God, we're almost at twenty that we've tasted for the day.
0: Right, and um, to be fa- uh, to be clear for our listeners, um, when we say tasted, these aren't like full beers we've tasted. Like a lot of times, we're getting just, little like, tasters little pores, with an ounce like, or two in them. Like not even an ounce or two. Like sometimes this is literally just like um,
1: you you, ba- you basically have like a, a fingernail full of beer yeah. in a glass, and this is like you know. I think I've consumed a grand total of, like, eight eight total ounces of alcohol, of, of beer today. Um, but I'm going to try to taste another one of these. Again, like, I think if this was a nitro, I would love this. I think I would. I'm looking forward to this reaction here. The front... Like, I held that one on the front of my tongue as long as I could. Yeah. And the front is so chocolatey. It is more cocoa powder than, like, milk chocolate. I didn't get the, like, intense back palate problem, but I think it's because I literally kept it in the front of my mouth and just swallowed as quickly as I could and didn't let it roll around my tongue this time.
0: This is my favorite thing about recording a podcast with you because,
1: um... I try.
0: (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> because if you actually truly enjoy like all flavors of beer, mm-hmm. everything that you that we have tried of these three, um, they're all very good examples of beer.
1: Yeah, um, no, they're definitely well made. Right. The sours are just—I'm never going to be able to palate a sour.
0: Yeah, I agree with you.
1: Because I've never had to force myself, and I won't force myself to just drink and drink and drink sours mm-hmm. because we have so many other things that we can drink. Right. But no, I like I like that one on the front of my palate. It's when it actually makes it farther into my mouth and hits the back part of my tongue that it doesn't react well. the the um, the, the the sour cherry, the untethered the untethered cherry brown, um, that one really hit me hard. Okay. Like that one was uber sour for me. The raspberry, like the front portion of it before it started evolving the back, it tasted really good it's just once once it hit the back of my palate it, hit, it had all of the notes that make everything unpleasant for me i really love your beer face you know it's uh i i am glad that you like my beer face because i am not usually happy at the moment that i am making it
0: <laughs> i know i know well let's check in at lake monster 2
1: So we're still here at the Lake Monster, and we have two more uh, tastes here. The first one I'm going to go with uh, is going to be the Como Claw Pilsner. And then what's the other one again? The Blood Orange IPA. The Blood Orange IPA. Oh, the nose
0: on that one is amazing. I'm going to start
1: with the Pilsner. I think my nose is starting to get overwhelmed by everything again. Yeah.
0: I'm glad you didn't smell this one first. Yeah.
1: So this one, it's... I mean it's a pilsner so it's not it's not exactly going to have the most scent to it but okay so let's try the Como Claw. I'm avoiding tasting IPA because I want to wait. Huh. I expected more like it I uh-huh. accidentally like when I put it in my mouth it went straight to the back of my palate yeah. and I expected more kind of like a visceral reaction, of visceral reaction and it just kind of sat there so. yeah
0: I figured um, so Pilsner's you know Pilsner's are a lot more like medium Road like, light drinking beers, especially a
1: They're traditional style are good for people that Czech don't pillster. drink a lot of beer.
0: And this one is a true, yep. like, traditional style Czech Pilsner. It just won an award for it um, nice. a couple years ago. It placed in Growler Magazine's uh, uh, awards, so... All right,
1: I'm going to give this IPA a test.
0: So this one, um, just while you're doing that... Um, IPA smells You get so kind good. of the earthy aroma from this mm-hmm. one, uh, which is common with the Sass Hops. Mm-hmm. That is definitely like a, a nice, easy, drinkable pilsner. If you are somebody who doesn't typically uh, go for beer, that is a good
1: choice. All right, what's the name of the IPA again? Uh, blood orange IPA. Blood orange. Okay, it smells amazing. I would imagine it's it would incredibly citrusy. I smell and the orange, don't you? I smell the orange, I, like and blood orange just does smell a little different than regular. It does, orange. yeah. It's got that just I'm terrified now. Just, <laughs> we have been it's like the fourth time today that I've been terrified by a beer because it's just I know that it's not going to be what it smells like and oh, I, I can't want wait it to be exactly what it this smells is my like. Favorite. Oh. I'm going in. Whoa. Whoa the beginning was mm-hmm. amazing <coughs> oh okay so um
0: immediately you get the um this is interesting so you get the blood orange right away like that orange citrusy flavor yep. now the cool part about this one is the finish on it is not um your traditional finish but it actually has sort of um like a,
1: like a peel
0: finish to it
1: yeah i didn't get the finish try again mm, oh god okay but
0: uh, when it when you do it, roll it to uh, put it in the middle and roll it to like the outsides of your tongue. Oh no nope, no nope, no! Nope. That you didn't get it didn't work. Sometimes I can get him to actually find
1: it, and sometimes I can't. It it's just as soon as it hits any part, but like the very front portion of my tongue, it immediately tastes bad for me.
0: What what's the bad? Um. Oh, God. What flavor
1: is bad? Like, what is that bad flavor for you? It's... It's really hard to describe. Like, again, the front... Here. God damn it. I'm going to ruin his palate today. My God this is the last place we're going to be. All right. It's... I don't... I don't honestly know how to describe it. Because it's just... It's like it's almost a malty thing, but malt generally tastes good to me unless it's in a beer. I don't. I honestly like it's so pleasant up front. Okay. It's so pleasant up at the beginning, and then by Is the it time it, it's, do you get the citrus up front? I get the citrus up front. It okay. tastes like it's very, Is very it like, citrus. Think up, you can do an orange up front. Almost. Okay it's a little more bitter than that yeah but it's it's very tasty and at the front of the palate it's great as soon as it hits the back of the palate it just my entire mouth seizes mm-hmm. and my tongue wants it gone immediately
0: so is that like have you ever uh, like chewed on the rind
1: of something mm, not really no Okay. Like I've um, done, uh, like I've done, you know, uh, a twist. Yeah. But like um, in never, a drink, but I've never sat and like chewed on a, okay. a rind of any citrus.
0: We're gonna try that sometime. Okay. Because I think that's the flavor that you're going for.
1: That I want, or that's making me unpleasant. That's making you unpleasant.
0: Okay. Which is weird because, like, the like the hint of that flavor is something that people actually enjoy.
1: Well, yeah, but when you get the, the, when you express the oils from right. or you zest, use uh, citrus, uh, as long as you're not getting the pith, were you're talking the rind, including the pith, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Right, and I think that's really what's happening here. Is you're getting the pith.
1: Okay, I can accept that as, a, as an explanation. Um, it's really hard for me to describe what it tastes like because it is, like, especially with the last part of, of that specific IPA, it is so visceral for me that, like, you know, if you go back and listen to, like, 40 seconds ago, like, my voice warbled <laughs> as I was trying to say, no, that doesn't taste good. Yeah. Like, it's just, everything about it, it's... It's like, it's like eating an atomic warhead when you're a kid. Yeah. Right. And you put like six of them in your mouth. And everyone's like, you got to do this. And you're just like, you're six seconds in. And you're like, nope, nope, nope. And you spit everything out. Like, that is the reaction that my mouth is having, where it's like, this needs uh-huh. to be gone. So for the IPA drinkers, I would say that this is a good IPA. I enjoyed it. If you like IPAs, I'm sure that's going to be amazing. Because everything about the first half of it was great for me. Mm-hmm. It's just that last half that my body hates. Awesome. <laughs> You know, listening back to that, um, the the weirdness of my own voice is is just strange to listen back to. And yeah. I, I forgot how visceral that reaction was. For oh, me. it was it, super it was, visceral. This is also like we had gone through and I think that was number what, 16 for me that day mm-hmm. that I tasted or something like that. It was incredible. And then there's one more that we did. Uh, we did record a, a little bit more about The Last Fathom. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's listen to that now. Okay, we're back with one last uh, taste here from Lake Monster. Uh, this is the Last Fathom Dark Ale. Um, Dark Lager. Dark Lager. Sorry, I don't know why I said ale this time. So, Wild Rice. Wild Rice is the grain that they use in the uh, making of this. Yeah, um, I'm pretty doesn't sure... It
0: have a strong nose to it, but we've also kind of tried a lot of different things tonight.
1: Yeah, I, we're, we're definitely in the range of 20 uh, little tastes at mm. this point. Um, my nose is a little bit taken, so I don't get a lot on this. I don't think you've got a lot on the nose. It's got a nice kind of, like, dark, almost reddish uh, look to it. Like, if you hold it up to these big lights that they've got over their, their brewing tanks, uh, it's got, like, a nice red tinge to it. Let's go ahead and give it a taste.
0: hmm So, um, the flavor in this one, uh, so I don't know if you know, like, the history of, like, trying to brew, like, gluten-free beer, but, um... One of the common ways to brew gluten free beer was to make it with sorghum.
1: Okay. But this one's got wild rice in it
0: and this kind of reminds me of like that flavor profile a little bit. Okay. It still tastes
1: good. I I like it at the front. It's you know like the last few that we've tasted. Um, the front has been pleasant as long as I keep it on the front part of my tongue. It's great. It's once it rolls over the back of my palate that it starts giving me the the kind of cringy get it out of my mouth reaction. Yeah,
0: it just has a little bit different flavor to me. Mm-hmm. Cool.
1: Well, thank you so much for joining us. We'll go back to the studio now
0: still don't like wild rice like and a wild rice beer is it it was okay um but
1: yeah i mean again this is like that was 17 or 18 beers for me that total day it's Um, true you
0: were a real trooper
1: and I had, I mean, I had my, uh, my whiskey ginger at the Dubliner, which is going to be the next episode that we'll get to talk yeah, about. Yeah, it's true. Um, so teaser for next episode, but really when it comes down to it, you know, Lake Monster was a place that I, I really enjoyed and I hope them all the best in this trying time for everybody. Uh, yeah, me right too. Now. Um, cause you know, having, having a place that is designed for people to congregate, <laughs> Uh, in it's a pandemic when it's forced that you can't. Uh, it's. Uh, I'm hoping that uh, them and all the other places that we've talked about recently can, you know, find a way to sustain themselves just for the next couple of weeks or so. Hopefully we'll be able to kind of get back to life as more normal, uh, you know, here by April or May. But who knows what will happen. Um, at this point, we'll just keep doing these kind of remote recordings until we know that things have changed.
0: Do you want us to uh, taste some takeout? Maybe uh, get a nice little crawler to go? Or maybe you want to do one of these Discord calls with us? Let us know uh, in the comments. Uh, send us a... Uh like on Facebook or, you know, review our episode. Fans at TravelByProxy.com.
1: The Travel by Proxy theme is Good Day by Alex, copyright 2012. Our closing music is now. We're talking by Jerris, copyright 2015. <laughs> Both are licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license and can be found at dig.ccmixter.org.
0: Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it and we wish you... Look out your window. That is when so
1: hard he to do. That is really so hard right. to do when you can view out video display. <laughs> oh well. Have a great day, everybody. Have we a love great
0: you. day. Now we're talking about. And we are. Oh, uh, Craig! Are... I have to tell Craig to stop. Uh Craig, leave. Oh no! Wait. You have to use a command.